Hi everyone, Damien Craig from the Damien uh, Books, Wrestling uh, Podcast. Uh, How are you today? And today is my Impact Slammiversary review. Yes, the best show of this weekend knocked Extreme Rules and knocked Monday Night Raw completely out of the park. Knocked SmackDown completely out of the park. Point knocked this week's SmackDown completely out of the park. The best show I've seen in a long time. A lot of great surprises, a lot of great returns. It made me a really happy boy. But um, yeah, it's brilliant, brilliant. So knocked Extreme Rules straight out of the park. Extreme Rules, fucking shit, Jesus Christ. But in case you forgot, you amazing human beings. I am the Cheese in Your Burger, your favourite wrestler's favourite podcast, the Iris Cannon, the physical embodiment of Red Tea Biscuits, the Bono of wrestling podcasting, the most entertaining man in Derry, Mr. Iris Canrana, Demo Podcasts, the 20 Minute Man, the main event, I've sent a few decent tweets, the king of podcasts, the beast, Demo Craig. So, ladies and gentlemen, the first match was the Rascals Open Challenge. And you won't believe who it is, answered by Motor City Machine Guns. Chris Saban, Alex Selly, I popped so fucking hard. Motor City Machine Guns, obviously, I've been seeing an impact in fucking how many, 10 years? Less, but like as a tag team together, they've made plays hopefully I've been seeing since the late knots, the late noughties. Jesus, man, Motor City Machine Guns is such a world class tag team, and then Impact is in Tweedham, maybe. So, um, but yeah, what a match! Uh, absolutely world class. I can't tell you how happy my 2011 heart was that Motor City Machine Guns are one of the bad bar back. Motor City Machine Guns are one of the best teams ever in pro wrestling and the chemistry between them and the Rascals was amazing. This was a contender for match of the night. Alex Sully and Chris Saban deserve more respect for the way they paved their scene for other wrestlers. Uh, the Rascals hit their finisher for the win. Amazing match. Did the Rascals win? No, actually Motor City Machine Guns hit their finisher for the win. Sorry, I wrote that down more. Motor City Machine Guns won the match. I apologise there. Motor City Machine Guns won the match. So, yeah. What did I wrong? I apologise. Next match was Tommy Dreamer versus Moose. This was fun. It was really just like Moose, Gross and Tommy Dreamer. There was a couple of bets where Dreamer could have won, but it wasn't that much. Uh, yeah, so it was intense. It was so intense. What do you expect from a Tommy Dreamer match, to be honest? The dude is a crazy bastard. Let's see with Moose. The spirit, the spot... Speed, the spot where Tommy fell onto the thumbtacks made me cringe, but in a good way, I guess. Moose is an amazing wrestler, a god of pro wrestling, and the savior of TNA. His gimmick is class, just he's just destroying every old TNA guy on the roster. That kind of tries to come back, he's destroyed Kansamar, he's destroyed. What's the name you hear later? He's destroyed Crazy Steve, he's destroyed. Everyone really, so I'd have EC3 go up, go up against him, then have maybe have that TNA legend beat him. Yeah, definitely enjoyed this one. Definitely enjoyed this one. Even though it was kind of a squash, it was kind of, it was fun. Uh, next, 
Knockouts Gauntlet match. Now, this was fun. It was good. It was great. It was good. It was good. It was good. But the Johnny Bravo stuff put me off this match so, so much. It was so, so unneeded. Um, him coming out dressed as Taya and Rosemary's fucking strange as fuck. Completely unneeded. Like, Impact could have made a tournament leading up to this pay-per-view for the knockout tag titles, but this made this useless BS. The Johnny Bravo crap was disgusting and a massive step back in women's wrestling. Not a fan at all. Not a fan at all. <coughs> Not a fan at all of uh, that whole Johnny Bravo stuff of him coming out dressed as Taya and... I know you call it comedy, but this wasn't fucking comedy, it's fucking stupid. Um, happy at Kylie won though, because Kylie deserves to be knockout champion before the end of the year, because she is an amazing, amazing wrestler, and Kylie Ray is an inspiration for all of us. So, um, yeah, but still, not really a fan of this match, just because of the Johnny Bravo stuff. And also, Katie Forbes isn't really that talented. Next, Chris Bay versus Willie Mack. Match of the night, complete match of the night. Well, second match of the night, a contender for match of the night. There's a lot of match of the nights. Uh, match, so this is a contender for match of the night. These two went out and absolutely killed it. Willie Mack is an absolutely world class wrestler, and so is Chris Bay. The dude deserves to be extra prison champion. The things Willie Mack can do, you won't believe he can do things. You won't believe he can do things in cruiserweight to be able to do as a heavyweight. He should definitely not be able to do. He should definitely be in the world title picture in the future. And congratulations to Chris Band becoming X Division champion. These two just gelled so well together. That um, was just brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And I'm so happy Chris Bay won the title. There's a, there's a video of him unboxing in the um, the TNA world title from a couple years back. Only as a kid. Quite a good few years back now when he was a kid and now he's won the next to his title, so that's pretty, pretty cool. Uh, that's pretty cool, bro. And next, we have The North versus Ken Samrock and Sammy Callahan. The North are the best tag team in pro wrestling. Ethan Page, Josh Alexander, best tag team in pro wrestling. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. Like, no one in the scene of pro wrestling has been as dominant and been as good and been as believable as tag champs as the North have. The North are the best tag team in pro wrestling, full stop. And they prove it with every single defense. Sammy Callahan should have been so much more in the past few years and impact. And it was just all that, bo- all that crap of that racist piece of shit, Tessa Blanchard. Sammy Callahan should have been world champion for a year. But impact management is done to see someone and it was really sad. It's stupid. Uh, Ken Samrock's an absolute insane monster. He's 50 something and he's still in great shape and he's still full people around, put the lock put on. Uh, heel hooks are good, like, like he was 20. Really enjoyed this match, both teams did well, did well. Near the end, a malfunction at the junction between Sammy and Ken led to North and the finisher and retaining the belts and proving why, again, they're the best fucking tag team in the world. But, this week on um, on Impact Wrestling, you have Motor City Machine Guns versus the North for the Impact Tag Titles. Now, how does that end? Hmm. Have, next, Diana Perrazzo versus Jordan Grace for the Impact Knockout title. 
this is match of the night. This is 100% match of the night. Not the main event. Not not the exhibition title match. This was match of the night. Absolutely world class. Two of the best today, regardless of gender. Jordan Grace is an absolute boss, and Diana Diona is a Diana 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 is a technical wizard. They gelled perfectly, like fire to wood. Diana deserved to win. They popped so hard for her, from being undesirable, undesirable to under fucking under fucking deniable. She's a queen. Jordan Grace was a great champion, but after all the BS WWE put Diana through, and after her proving how much of a great wrestler she is in the past few weeks. They obviously struck. They obviously strapped a rocket, rocket to her bum, and this is the era of the Vocerosa. Congratulations, Diona, on winning the Knockouts title. And congratulations, Chris Bay, on winning the Exhibition title. Yeah, congratulations, Diona, for winning the Knockouts title. You just it. Next, Trey versus Eddie Edwards versus Ace Austin versus a mystery opponent, which turned out to be Red Swan, which then also turned out to be Eric Young. I uh, know. This one is hard to keep up with. <laughs> I was hoping EC3 is a mystery opponent, but Eric Young is a fine replacement. Swan being back is cool too. Everyone got to show their skills perfectly, and I'm happy about that. Eric Young is, uh, is kind of psycho. Kind of, I'm happy about that. Eric Young is kind of psychotic. He literally tried to break with Swan's career. That dude needs checked out. The final two is Eddie Edwards and Ace Austin. After a die-hard frozen and a Boston knee party, Eddie Edwards became the world champion. Congratulations, Eddie Edwards, the, the heart and soul of Impact Wrestling, the guy who stayed with Impact Wrestling for the good, the bad, and the Dixie. Um, absolutely brilliant, to be honest. Absolutely brilliant. I'm so happy that Eddie Edwards is world champion. Also, so here are some other notes that I wrote down. Uh, the Good Brothers debuted, EC3 returned, Heath Slater... Would debut a Heath XXII. Don't know. Red Swan returned. Diana Perazzo wins the knockout title. Red Swan returns and MCMG returns. Also, Chris Bay wins the next person title. And that, ladies and gentlemen, has been episode 89 of the Dune Box Wrestling Podcast. And I had fun. Love every single one of you. Stay safe. Wear a mask. Clean your hands. Call your grandparents. Respond to wear a mask. And uh, yeah. Happy rest everybody.